Hey cuties, welcome to Cup of Joy, the podcast created to jumpstart your joy, supersize your soul, and provide a sweet space for your own personal growth. I'm your host, Heidi B, certified food and body coach, life coach, personal trainer, and owner of Joyfully B, where I'm obsessed with helping people win the food and body battle and reclaim their joy. I'll share with you stories of people who have shifted their junk to joy and struggles into celebrations to live a life that they love. Each episode is guaranteed to light and lift you up. Because on this show, we'll talk truth about topics that block us from living our best life, how to make your body your bestie, and tons of tasty tidbits to make your own cup of joy overflow. Believe it or not, I once lost my joy, but now it's back, and I'm here to help you find yours on the daily. As my mama bee always says, it's time to put a smile on your face and joy in your heart. Ready to start? Let's jam. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Cup of Joy, the podcast. We have an incredible guest today. I've got Kathy McKinnon. She's the founder of Wellness Warrior Coaching. She was also named Wellness Influencer of 2020 in Las Vegas Entrepreneur Magazine. And we're going to jam on the topic of finding your joy today. Kathy is also a two-time Amazon number one international best-selling author with her chapters in Silent Grief, Healing and Hope, and Joy, Recipes for Abundance. She bravely shares her infertility journey and her story to finding her true joy. The books are compilations of true stories, stories that will inspire and touch hearts everywhere. I see you, I hear you, I feel you, I am you. Welcome to the podcast, Kathy. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful, perfect fit today. Um, just sharing your Junk to Joy story. I've, I've reread everything that you've gone through, through some of your health struggles, through some of your relationship struggles, and then all of the things that you have done over the past 10 years, kind of shifting that Junk to Joy. So I would love to just dive right in and go deep, talk about all the junk and then shift into the joy. So wherever you want to start, let's just dive right in. Sure. So where do we start? Oh my goodness, there's so much <laughs> junk. Um, but it was all, all lessons learned at the end of the day. So, you know, my journey started almost 12 years ago now. I was in the midst of trying to have my son and going through all of what I never imagined in an infertility journey to get to motherhood. I always thought, you know, it was just an innate part of being a woman. So I never thought that I would be at a point where I would be struggling with that. And I was going through that and really started to spiral downward because I was losing myself. I thought I was losing control of my body. I felt like I was losing control of choices and abilities in my life because things just weren't working the way that they, I thought they should. I had that vision in my head of, what it should be like. You know, you get married, you have babies, the white picket fence, the whole perfect vision was all falling apart piece by piece. Mm. And that really ate away at me and I took it very personally. And so I started to just spiral downward, blaming myself for everything. I wasn't doing something or I should have been doing something or whatever that might be. And, you know, in the midst of that is when I started having my health troubles. Hmm. And when I was diagnosed with cancer in the midst of that, that's what really threw me for a loop. And that's when I thought, I don't know if I can keep fighting this. Hmm. I don't know how much more I've got left in me. Now I have two battles to fight as opposed to just one battle. And I questioned like, how much do I keep fighting this? 
this being the perfect vision of life that I wanted in my head, how much do I keep fighting for this perfect vision that I don't think is going to actually happen? Hmm. And so I truly just lost myself and lost my desire to push for these things. And then one day I just woke up and I just said, you know, I'm not ready to give up yet. I'm not ready to give up on living and I'm not ready to give up on having this baby that I always wanted. What was that like, Kathy? Like the, I think it's just, it's so hard for people to realize that when they're going through that deep, 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 that there are those moments of something just clicks. Was it a just click moment? Did something happen leading up to that, that gave you that inspiration, that motivation, that light, or was it literally, cause I had the same thing too, where one day I woke up and I was like, enough's enough already enough of feeling a victim, feeling sorry for myself, blaming, shaming, like let's go, let's do something, let's fight. So was it like that for you? Yeah, I, it was absolutely like that. I wish I could say like something happened or, or magically the lights were turned on or whatever it might be, but it was just literally kind of a random moment mm. when I just, I, I woke up one morning and I'm like, you know what? I'm not done. Yeah. I don't want to be done. I don't want to be done. I, I don't want to be done. Yeah. There's got to be more. Even, Mine was the, got the gotta to be, be more, more moment. Like there's gotta be more to life than this. There's got to be more. I'm here on purpose with a purpose. There's something more here. And it really is. It, it really is that like, visceral gut hit of, okay, it's go time. Yeah. I mean, I was already what I felt I was already at the bottom, so it couldn't get worse. Right. Because mm -hmm. I was already at the bottom, but I wasn't 30 years old. Like there has to be more than just this inevitable struggle to life. Like I still had, you know, when you think about life expectancy, so many years ahead of me, it can't be this forever. Mm -hmm. There has to be more to this. And that's when I was like, I've got to figure out what the more to this is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's still evolving, right? Mm -hmm. Every day. But once I had my son, things really shifted, right? My perspective shifted how I saw things shifted, the things I wanted shifted. And it was almost now that I've finally been gifted this child, how do I want my life to look and how do I want him to see life? As opposed to kind of being that selfish being of what do I want to do and how do I want it to be and how do I want to look and all those things. How do I want this child to grow up seeing life and how do I want him to see his mom? Mm. And what a beautiful opportunity to see that perspective shift of possibility. It's yes. like a new opportunity. And so often I think we just kind of get stuck in the perfect vision instead of seeing what's beautiful and opportunity right in front of us and going like, wow, if I was able to create something out of this, what would I do next? Where would I go next? What am I going to do now? There's this new life, this new possibility. And it's not just when you have a child too, right? Like it could be at any turning point in your life where you decide to wake up and go like, okay, what am I going to do now? I have an opportunity. 
to shift and change, but what a beautiful moment in your life to go, this is bigger than me. Now there's another human being involved. Absolutely. And I know we were talking about the, the medals that are hanging here in my office before we started recording. 95% of those have been since my son was born. Oh my gosh, you guys, you, I wish you could see. She has this beautiful, what is the saying? It says she is, she, she may be little, but she is fierce. Uh, and she's, she's got all of her medals. There's got to, I don't even know. There's, there's so many medals. They're big and they're bright and they're beautiful. And uh, you run Spartan races, right? Correct. Yes. So cool. But that's the fun thing that about the Spartan races is not only does my son get to see how strong and capable his mom is, but I also get to show him that it's possible for you to do anything. And he's actually started running the kid Spartan races. And so I get to run alongside the course and cheer him on. And he gets to do these challenging things and see, you know, his own limits and how strong he is. And so it's been fun, not just, you know, to see how fast I can run, but to see that he is growing and learning through this as well. Oh, what a beautiful thing for him to witness. Um, We were talking earlier too about the situation that our world is going through where there's just so much shift and so much change and so much need for showing your kids how to be present, how to cope with change, how to respond in, in chaos, in crisis, in struggle, in all these things because they're watching us. They're watching us. I don't have kids, but I have a niece and a nephew, and I can tell you that they can feel the energy. Everyone can feel our energy, and so it's so important for us to not only support ourselves and lift our vibration, but to be there, to be so present with the people that are surrounding us and that we're able to reach through the podcast, through coaching, through um, daily life, through, through those that we love through those that we're supporting in our daily business lives all around us to just show up with vulnerability and realness and light and the energy that's needed to support so many people and hold space for so many people right now. How are you, how are you doing that, you know, in your daily life? Yeah, it's our daily lives has have obviously shifted. Obviously he's doing his schoolwork from home. I'm working from home during this COVID pandemic but you know what? We're still laughing. We're still having fun. Mm-hmm. And to me, when, when people ask, you know, how are you doing during this? I look, we're laughing and joking. We're healthy and we have a roof over our head at the end of the day. That's what matters right now. Mm-hmm. And the fact that of course he's sad, he can't be with his friends and playing. We're going on bike rides. We're going on walks. We're doing all of these different things that maybe we wouldn't have as had as much time for mm-hmm. before. Cause we would have had a jam packed schedule of baseball games and school activities and whatever it might be. And now it's, Hey, you want to go hang out at the forest preserve? You want to go for a hike? And my son knows, and he's kind of learned this is that I have a very hard time saying no to him. If what he's asking for is my time. Mm, beautiful. I, I can say no to toys all day long, but he knows if he wants me to spend some time with him or try to do something with him, play a game with him, he knows that the answer is always yes. Mm, That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. 
that's that's literally like the root of everything that you write about i feel like and everything that you want this audience to know it's like really being able to find your joy in yourself is able being able to deliver that joy to others and i know that you overhauled your life your mindset your habits and all the ways of your living through your in through your infertility through the cancer through the divorce and then you know all these things were overhauled to start down the path of creating the life that you that truly brought you joy, that truly brought you so much smiles and out of your tears and laughing harder than you have in years. So how did, what, what did the shift look like um, transitioning from years of what seemed like a knockdown? It's like, how much more of this can I take into stepping into your true self? Because I think people think that it's like this quick fix, like, oh, she just must be really good at managing, <laughs> coping with hurt and pain. And I can agree with you that that is not the case. It's like years and years of heartache and heartbreak. And it's probably not over yet if we're being honest with ourselves, right? But how did you really make that big transition of feeling like, how can this be it to, I know there's got to be more and I'm going to do something about it. It was years of work and it was a lot of internal work. It was a lot of healing it was when the divorce was finally, finally final and we could move on. And my son and I moved to a, a new house. I said, everything that went along with the crazy situation, the hurt, the whatever it might be, we're checking that at the door. Beautiful. And this opportunity to move into this new house is an opportunity to start over. Mm -hmm. We're not revisiting that. We're not getting hung up on that. Like, we're starting with the clean slate here. Yeah. But of course, it's not that simple, right? You can't just say, oh, I'm going to erase everything that happens. Right, because all of the emotionality still lives from within. It's, it's, shift, it's truly shifting. And I love what you said. You know, it's like where you're at now and all the work that you've done through the wellness warrior coaching and beyond, you know, all of, all of these things in your books, all this work has been years in the making and people forget that it's the slow and steady, right? If we're talking about races, like you run, right? It's the yeah. slow and steady approach and people love a quick fix, which is why so many people turn to fitness and, and diets and things like that in my world. It's like the quick fix, but the problem is that's never the fix. Yeah. So how do people find their joy and really like get the lessons of what are these things telling me? How do they get back into this space? How do they transition into this space? It takes a lot of stepping back out of the situation and saying, what is this teaching me? Or what was that trying to teach me? What was that trying to show me? Because of course, I, I don't wish any of the medical problems or infertility journey that I went through on anyone. But did I learn things? Absolutely. Did I learn things about myself that I might not have otherwise? Absolutely. And so I think we need to understand, are we unconsciously moving through life or are we intentionally living our lives? Mm. And I think that's what you have to ask yourself. Of course, there's things that we all get to do that we don't necessarily enjoy. But am I grateful I get the opportunity to do these things? Yes because I could be in a much different place right now. I, I can say, oh, I have to clean the house again. Or I can say, you know what? I'm grateful. I get to clean the house because it means I have a roof over my head. 
I love that. It's, gosh, that's one of the things I've learned in my journey as well is perspective is powerful. Perspective is powerful. How am I viewing this? What lens am I using? And I love the same exact question you just posed. Thank you for saying that. What is this teaching me right now? What can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? Because if we don't, if we're not careful of our perspective, we fall victim to our lives instead of living life to the fullest, right? We fall victim to our own struggles and intention is everything. What am I going to do in this moment? What's my intention behind this? All of this. It's so beautiful. We make choices every day, right? Every moment of every day, we make choices on what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. It's just many of us go through those just like robotically. Yeah. And you just, you're not even thinking about it. You just roll through them. It's that living on like cruise control, right? When you're driving your car, you can be on cruise control or you can be at the wheel so alert and knowing when to gas it and when to, when to pump the brakes, right? It's not, we're not always on cruise control, nor should we ever be. No, if we're on cruise control, then there is a fundamental flaw in how we're going through our days because we are not truly thinking, processing what we are doing and why we're doing it. Absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit about, I love the name of your book, Joy, Recipes for Abundance. Can you tell us a little bit, what is this book about? And um, yeah, just tell us a little bit about it. It sounds so beautiful. So the, the book came together as a collaboration of women who decided to share their stories on how they found their true joy. You know, every individual has a different story, although they typically all had a similar theme right? We all had different life events. We all had life happen to us in different ways and stuff happen. But the result of that was that we were able to find our true path to joy and finding ourselves through different adverse events. Mm. And I think that it relates to so many people because life does happen. We're in the middle of a COVID pandemic right now. Life happens. Yeah. But what are you going to come out of this with? How are you going to think when this comes through? And are you going to see life differently? Mm, Oh my gosh. I am 100% getting a copy right after this call for sure. Because that's, you know, I knew there was a reason uh, for all of our listeners, Kathy and I didn't know each other. I just got uh, her form in my inbox one day and I'm like, Oh, Oh, who's this beautiful soul? And, and her, the word joy was just spread everywhere. And I'm like, this woman is going to be epic. Um, and it's very similar. How you describe the book is how I feel about this podcast. It's really the opportunity for people to see and hear, to hear their story in someone else. And then, but the, but the reality is, is like same theme, right? We're all just seeking more joy. We're all just seeking more happiness. We're all just craving more connection, whatever it is for ourselves, more fulfillment in life. And no matter how we grow through it, we're all going to hit speed bumps and road bumps and blocks, and we're all going to get bumped and bruised along the way. We just are. If you don't, you're not human. So how do we change perspective, have intention and find our joy? And so much that boils down to your mindset and your resiliency. Yeah. Yeah. Cause life will happen. 
life happens every day to us, to those that we love, to those in our inner circle, to those that we know from community. And so what is our mindset in how to handle these adverse events and this disruption in our lives? And how badly do we remember our why of why we were down this path, as you say, driving the car to begin with? Mm. If you consistently go back to your why of why did I instill these habits in my life? Why did I instill this mindset in my life? Why did I create this environment? You're going to always come back to your path, no matter what life hits you with. Absolutely. What's, what's your why? Oh, my why is my son. My why is being the best mom that I can be for my son. I say that he, he, I, he blessed me with becoming a mom. And so I owe it to him to be the best mom that I can be for him. Mm. but I can't do that if I'm unhealthy or I can't, you know, run and play with him. I am, I am the mom who, who's running on the playground along with the kids jumping up and down on the slides and doing the whole, I'm a, he's a very active child. And so I'm right there with him being very active, but I can't do that if I'm not taking care of myself. 110%. What would you say to the women out there, men out there who are listening, who feel like they're stuck in the perfect vision expectation like you were? They're stuck in expectation. They're blaming themselves, the should-haves, the could-haves. What are a couple of things from your coaching even maybe that, what's a starting point for those people who are just stuck in the should-have, could-haves expectation mindset? First of all, I say, let it go. And I realized that that's easier said than done because trust, I, I had that perfect vision in my head of how life was supposed to go. But what has always brought me back is be firm in your goals, be flexible in your means to get there. Mm. So I always wanted children, but I had to be flexible and, and patient and understanding of how I got my son. So at the end of the day, the end result was, yes, I'm a mommy. I got to be blessed with my son, but I was flexible in understanding and looking at all the different possibilities of how to complete that goal. Yeah. You know what? There's so, so many um, leaders in our industry that I've talked to too. And it, it always comes down to the one thing. So many of, all, of us always ask, how, how do I do it? And the funny response that I've gotten so many times, time and time again, to the point where now I actually believe it, it's that we have to release the how. It's great to have the vision. It's great to have the destination. But how we get there, it doesn't, we don't know if we're going to take a plane, a boat, a train, or we're going to swim across the ocean and chance it. We don't know how we're going to get there, but we can set the vision for ourselves surrender the outcome and with intention go through life and i think as long as i think what people again people want that magic recipe right do these 10 things and ta-da will just show up um, unfortunately life's not that simple yeah but as long as you're consistently taking steps towards the vision you have to keep faith that it will happen It might not happen as quickly as you want it to. We might have to be patient. There might be speed bumps. As long as you're making progress, even if it's baby steps, 
Mm. You will get there. And I think for me, it's also like progress is not our business, right? We don't know. We're not in charge of that. We're not in charge of the timeline, but the patience and persistence, like you just described is have the patience and the persistence. Progress is not our business. And know that, know in your gut, trust your gut that you're going down the right path. But patience, wow, that's a hard one. That's a hard one because we want everything right now. And if I don't see it right in front of me, it's going to drive me crazy. So while I'm, how do I, how do I get to a place of patience with myself? Learn to give yourself grace. Mm. That was the most challenging part for myself. I'm, of course, my worst critic, Mm -hmm. right? And so learning to give myself grace and that self-compassion and say, you know what? Today wasn't my greatest day, but I still, I was there. I showed up, you know, maybe this was not the toughest, strongest workout I ever went through, but you know what? I still went to the gym. I still took steps forward and learning not to beat yourself up over when everything isn't perfect to that vision, that expectation of I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to do this perfect workout. You know, releasing yourself from that expectation is huge. That's a huge one. Expectation is, it's so hard. Those are the blockades, right? Mm -hmm. And I think what you just said, witness is a huge thing. Witness what's around you, be present, but also witness your wins because sometimes, and most of the time, this growth cycle is witnessing these itty bitty bitty microscopic wins these teeny tiny things like you said of just putting the tennis shoes on that's a win showing up showing up is a win and i think we wait for these monumental moments you know if we go back to the to the medals on your wall the races right it's not about running faster than everybody else to the finish line it's just about finishing that's it And some days it's just about showing up, showing up. I wasn't out to win those races. I didn't have to be first place, but what I had to show was to myself that I was strong enough to complete the race. So true. What a win. What a huge win. And like everything that you've been doing, tell us a little bit about the, um, your coaching about where did wellness warrior coaching come from and what can people expect with that? So the, the business name, I had to incorporate warrior because that was a nickname that those around me called me, um, through everything that I was going through. And actually now it is tattooed on my wrist. Oh Um, my gosh. I love that. (laughs) So I can't forget it because we all have those moments, right. Where we feel like, you know, again, we're beating ourselves up and, I was reminded consistently like, hey, you were a warrior through all of this. You made it through all of this. Like questioning yourself on the next step is ridiculous because you, if you could do all this, you can do that. And so I had to incorporate that. And then through my transformation, I became a big wellness and, and health fanatic, which if if you knew me in high school, you would laugh at now because I was the opposite. So I had to incorporate that. And I left it wellness because I believe it's the whole person, right? It's what you eat. It's how you move your body. It's your mindset. So looking at the whole person, 
pulling out that inner warrior that we all have within us to get through whatever it is that life is throwing at us and taking back control of your life Mm. is what this is all about. Ah, that is so good. That is so good. And you've truly have been a wellness warrior on your journey. And I continue to see you just going after life because you know that you deserve it. You know that you desire it and you know that it's possible. Uh, where, where can people find you? How can they get more Kathy in their lives? Like, tell us. So my website is wellnesswarriorcoaching.com. And then daily I'm on Instagram. I'm a big Instagram stories person. So if you want to see a day in the life of Kathy, uh, (laughs) my handle is wellness warrior coaching as well. Beautiful, beautiful. We will put all this stuff in the show notes, you guys. So you can go get Kathy's book. You can read about her amazingness in the magazine. You can follow her on Instagram. Um, Definitely sign up for coaching. If that's what your journey calls you to today, it will all be in the show notes. So really go to her, get more joy in your life, get more Kathy in your life. And Kathy, we always close Cup of Joy, the podcast with two questions. The first question is, what do you love most about yourself? Oh, what do I love most about myself? You know, I have morphed in my journey, I think, as especially a lot of women do through the self-confidence journey. And I think what I love the most about myself is the ability to see infinite possibilities. That is a superpower right there infinite possibilities. That's so powerful. I'm doing things in my life now that I never imagined. My son, again, when he brings up experiences and he says, Hey mom, you want to go do this? I probably would have never done it by myself. You know, he asked to go zip lining in Cabo. And so I (laughs) had never been zip lining. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Like sky is the limit in our household. And it's been just so much fun living. I love that you said that um, sky is the limit because it really is like when you get to the, I truly believe that the reason why I and why others experience such low lows in life, the point where you're just like, how am I going to make it another day? Why am I going through this? It's to build up that energetic strength and gratitude so that when you do make it through, you're so you see infinite possibilities. You see everything is just bigger, brighter opportunities and you appreciate it so much more because you never thought that you were going to feel that again. Isn't that crazy? Like you get to that deep, dark point and you don't know that that is going to exist. And then all of a sudden now it's like the gates have opened and it's like the menu is infinite. Yeah. Ah, what a beautiful gift. And then the last question is, What does joy feel like? Oh, joy feels light. Joy feels like smiles and laughter and, you know, the thousand pounds that was weighing on my shoulders from all the hurt and anger I was carrying around is gone. I can move through life so differently now Hmm. that it's incredible. Hmm. So, so good. So good. Thank you so much for being a guest on Cup of Joy today. I've loved every minute of it. And um, I look forward to chatting another time soon. Yes, we'll definitely be in touch soon. Thank you so much for having me on. You bet. 
for tuning in. If you love what you heard, please take a quick second to screenshot this episode and share it with someone that you know would love it. Connecting with you brings sunshine to my soul. So let's continue the conversation on Instagram at joyfullybe. Drop me a message, question, or share your own junk to joy story with me. Remember that joy is contagious. You can help me spread it by leaving a little buzz, aka a review, on Apple Podcasts. To learn more about Cup of Joy, the podcast, and my soulful services, visit cupofjoythepodcast.com. Chat soon.